Radiodrome. Welcome to Radiodrome. Get the Adam and Eve sponsor out of the way because we have nothing to talk about tonight, so might as well get on with the free ball and day. Go to adamandeve.com. Use the promo code DROME. Thank you. A little slow on the uptake, but thank you. Use the promo code DROME and you get 50% off of a single item, three free DVDs, free shipping in the United States, and a free mystery gift that's maybe something you can stick up your butt. We don't know. Plenty of free balling. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's what tonight is. I think it's Brian's first free balling radio drum. We're going to give him a good well. old free balling. <laughs> Only technically. Only. You, ha- you have to be initiated. <laughs> it, Brad, it's the, the same initiation from Warriors of the Wasteland. <laughs> that joke only works if Brian's seen that. I want to say that I probably have, but I couldn't tell you. It's the one. It's the post-apocalyptic movie where the hero gets ass raped halfway through by a big, big, humongous-looking character. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that strikes the point. Yeah. That's... <laughs> it also well, ha- signing off. Okay. <laughs> it also has the space suits for women with giant clear boob holes. Remember that from the opening mm. shot. Yeah. Why would you design have, a space suit like that? I used to have Why that in the uh, the post-apocalyptic box set that Shriek Show put out. It was like that. Uh, well, it was under the New Barbarians title. It was that uh, twenty ten or uh, twenty nineteen after the fall of New York and uh, nineteen ninety the Bronx Warriors. I think there was one other one. I think there was four movies in that set, though. In this one, there were three. It was it was only three. It was it was those three. That that was the one I had. Maybe there's another one that has more, but those were those are the ones that I had. Because uh, 1990, the Bronx Warriors is the one that's got Vic Morrow in it, and it's distracting because his voice is dubbed. Yeah, I mean, at least Fred Williamson in Warriors and in uh, uh, was he in Bronx Warriors or 2020 after the fall? I, I believe he was in he was in 2019 after the fall of New York. Okay, because at least he dubbed himself, so it still sounded yeah. like Fred Williamson at least. And sometimes with those actors, they did. I'm not maybe not necessarily the case with this, but sometimes like with Mel Ferrer and some of the Cannibal movies, for those particular shots, I think they. They actually did shoot with sound, unlike the sh- the shot the particular shots with him. Well, I want to ask you guys. I recently r- ran across a movie or a trailer for a movie that you know I'm pretty well versed in obscure cinema. I've yeah. never I've never encountered this clear '70s Italian movie. Either of you guys ever see Massacre in Dinosaur Valley? No, I haven't either, and I, the trailer is on the German Waxwork DVD. It's the only way to get the uh, Waxworks with with extras, and it's a trailer yeah. on that. And it's clearly seventies, clearly Italian, clearly dubbed, and I've never heard of this damn movie before. I'm pretty sure I have heard of it because I think that's been suggested to me a few times. It's it's another one that you could tell it was Italian right away. One of the very first shots is them killing a real snake. Oh, of course it is. So I'm like, okay, um, that's clearly Italian, yeah. In fact, I had to think there for a second because I'm wondering if I actually own it. Because I, I know that that movie's been suggested to me before, but I'm not sure if it's the one that's actually been, been sent. I've gotten sent, uh, like, Planet of the Dinosaurs and Dinosaur Island with Ross Hagen. Well, Brian, have you heard of Massacre in Dinosaur Valley? I can't say that I ever have. The very first shot of the trailer is a tied-up naked woman with a dinosaur claw scratching her boob off. <laughs> Sold. That's the very first. <laughs> that's the very first shot of the trailer. It's a very tiny dinosaur if it's only clawing her boob off. 
well, maybe she was really, really well endowed. Agent 69. The Double D Avenger. Yeah, Double D Avenger. Yeah, I'm like, they they did two of those. Did you guys hear that they, that Jim Carrey wants to do a Dumb and Dumber sequel now? No, no, he dropped out of that. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. They, they approached him about it. It was called Dumb and Dumber 2 T.O., just T.O. It was called that, and they were in talks for it. And uh, j- like last week, Jim Carrey dropped out. Because the one that no, this has not been confirmed at the at the point we're recording this. I am a little pissed off that they even want Ryan Reynolds to play Connor McCloud in the Highlander remake. I like Ryan Reynolds just fine. Don't get me wrong, guys, but he's not the Highlander. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Brian. Holding, yeah, I'm, I'm at least holding out hope that I mean they. They've been talking about it. I mean, I haven't really seen, like, an official, official thing stating it yet. But, I mean, they, they've they said that he they're looking at him to lead it, but they keep not actually using the words Connor McCloud. Like, they keep artfully, like, sidestepping that. So I'd be fine with it. Like, I mean, I, I mean I'm not going to be that great with a Highlander remake. But, I mean, if they have him be someone who's... Not him. That'd be fine. Well, it, it's kind of the same way with with like the Evil Dead remake. There's no Ash character. It's not really uh-huh. Evil Dead, then, is it? Without without even a character yeah, but of if Ash. If they're gonna do that, I would rather have them do it without Ash than with somebody else playing Ash. Um, I I would much not that I think that that movie's necessary. I don't. But if they are gonna do it, I would much rather the Ash character not be in it than have some other Joker playing Ash. That, I think, would be a lot worse. And as far as the Ryan Reynolds thing goes, 
I like Ryan Reynolds. I'm I've I mean I is is he like is he going to be doing an accent in the thing? I mean that might be kind of questionable, but really like I'm not like up in arms about there being a reboot of Highlander. I'm not like oh what cuz all the other ones with the exception of the first one were freaking masterpieces. If anything, this might be the best one since the first one. Well, I liked the TV series. I never watched the show. I I've just seen the movies. Okay, well, of the movies, three wasn't that bad. Three was, I mean, it was it was better than the second. The second one was, I mean, okay, Spoonie did not have enough rage at that movie. The second one, you know, Highlander 2 is one of those movies where, like, I remember I was pissed off the first time I watched it, but it's one of those that ever since then, it's like, it's, it's such a train wreck and it's so bad that, I can watch it. I've seen it since then. Like, hell, Brian and I have watched it together. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's, as a horrible, horrible movie, it's watchable because of all the stupid shit that's in it. See, to me, the, the thing I like about it is it looks beautiful. The production design, the costumes, the effects. Yeah. Even the, even the cast. I mean, Ironside as the villain, I'm there. Yeah. Uh, Virginia Madsen, Virginia yeah, Madsen, I'm there. McKinley, I'm there. Problem is, the script is just so bad. Oh yeah, yeah, it's terrible. It's a terrible movie. But there are movies like that where that are that I can watch because they're so jaw-droppingly, stupefyingly bad. That's one of them. Like I put that up there, like Battlefield Earth. See, Battlefield Earth bugged me for one thing. Yes, there was the tilty camera thing. I just thought it it looked every every scene in that movie reminded me of a scene from a better movie, like when he's going through all the panes of glass. I went, "Oh, Blade Runner," and I kept yeah. and I, and just it was like the whole movie was a giant mishmash of all these other better films that kept reminding you of. Oh, it was it was totally it's a, it's a terrible movie, but it's so campy, it's so campy, so over the top in its performances that it's a mess. It's a giant mess of a movie. And I can watch movies like that. I can get entertainment value out of that. Which brings me to my next thing. Resident Evil Retribution. I The <laughs> only trailer for that thing that I've seen is that first one that was more so a trailer for Sony than it was Resident Evil. Well, they just released the full trailer. Yeah. Okay, and first of <laughs> all, no, maybe they do explain it. Who knows? Almost the entire cast, besides besides Malila Jalavovich and, and the girl playing Jill, are characters that died in previous films. But in some the, ways, in ways like the, the black guy that got sliced up into little bits with the lasers, how the hell do you rock and resurrect him? Really, dude? I mean, did you like the other movies? This no. This is the fifth one in this franchise of bad movies. Why get up in arms and annoyed about something that's the fifth entry in a series where none of them are really any good. That's that's like getting pissed off that, oh man, what the hell? The new Twilight movie looks terrible. Like, of course it's gonna, of course it's not gonna make sense. Of course it's gonna look crappy. It's Resident Evil 5. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna wait. If, if it was the fifth part in a movie where the other ones were any good, I'd be like, what the hell are they doing with this? These people died. What, what the hell? But, What's it worth getting pissed off about? There's one thing point? I like about the, about the last two Resident Evil, well, the new one and this one. The yeah. guy that plays Wesker is so brutally scenery-chewing 
that I'm surprised he doesn't just grab drywall and start gnawing on it in the middle of the scene. You better bring an army, Jill. You know, it's like, oh my god. Family reunion. He's doing his, he's trying to Hugo weaving the out of the role. Except he's he's fun. He's fun as hell. Yeah, he's cause we said that when we saw Resident Evil Four. We left. We're like, less well, suck, but I mean, the the guy who played Wesker seemed like he was having a good time. And I just I love his line deliveries. They're just great. Yeah. It's like Michael Sheen in the Twilight movies. The movie sucks, but Michael Sheen scenes are freaking gold. What about you, Brian? How do where do you fall on the Resident Evil craptacular? Uh, basically, each time a new one of those movies comes out, I like it less and less. Like, the first one I actually thought was kind of decent, but, yeah, th- this new one I-, I really am not holding out any hope for. I mean, it- well, it- Brad, you'll, you'll love this. Uh, you should find the the, the new trailer for it, because the first half of it is the beginning scene of, uh... The Dawn the of the remake, Dead Dawn remake. The Dead. Yeah. I-, I thought I thought that, too. It- it's like, are they remaking Dawn of the Dead again? That's what I thought when I started watching it. Like, wait, wait a second. Except it's oh, got Mila Jovovich it. and Oded Fair in it. If there's anything, if there's anything that'll, I mean, I'll end up seeing it for the site. But if there's anything that where I'm like, well, at least it'll have this in it. Is I really do like Michelle Rodriguez a lot. I do, <laughs> and I liked I liked her in the first one. So really, like, I don't care that she died and now she's coming back again. Like she was fun in the first one. The first one, the first one wasn't great, but I mean, it it was better than the sequels I, I actually thought the second one was better than the first one oh, I, I hated the second one I thought the mm-hmm. second one was the worst okay the only reason I enjoyed the second one a little bit more was it had a lot of actual touches from the game the way Jill walked was this way your character walked in the game the outfits and whatnot it, it actually had more to do with the game than any of the other movies did that is, that's kind of what I appreciated a little bit still a crappy-ass movie. It is, but I just said I liked it better, not not I that did, I liked it. I did, I did that, like, that, to me, doesn't, as a film, as a movie, doesn't make it better than the first one. I mean, and I don't even really like the first one that much. I mean, it's it's better. I like um, Sienna Gilroy, like I like Gil- Rod- though, too. Rod- I like Michelle Rodriguez in them. I like Sienna Gilroy, though, as well, as an actress. She was Which the one, one was she? She, Jill? Oh, oh, okay, okay. I like Sienna Gilroy, so maybe have I was a little. Seen... But dude, have you seen the preview for Tyler Perry Action Hero? Not Action Hero. I saw the preview for Medea's Witness Protection. No, that no, was no, no, te- no, no, that was pretty that. bad. Brian, Brian, I guarantee you're going to get this trailer tonight. Brian's seeing Medea tonight. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brian. I'm sorry. You, you, um, you have my thoughts. You're in my thoughts oh, tonight. Thank so. You. So, uh, there's a movie coming out. You know the Alex Cross character, right? The James Patterson, uh, Kiss the Girls, Along Came a Spider? Yeah. There's another one coming out that's just simply called Alex Cross. The tagline is, you don't cross Alex Cross. And it's starring Tyler Perry as Alex Cross. Here's the thing. I I didn't mind Kiss the Girls. I only saw it once, too. It was in theaters, but I, I don't remember disliking it. But anyway, here's the thing. Like, it's not written or directed by Tyler Perry. He's just starring in it, and it's like this action serial killer movie. And as much as I hate Tyler Perry, I am kind of like, you know, it is kind of interesting to at least see him try to attempt playing something else, a different kind of character, a little darker and a little edgier. You know, I can I can respect that. He I was can, an admiral in Star Trek. Right. Yeah. Um. Like I can I can I can at least respect that. You know, he's like he doesn't look like he 
does all that well by the trailer. But the, here's 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 where the movie loses me. Well, not, well, there is one more cool thing about it. The serial killer is a uh, you can't even tell it's him until his name pops up. He is a shaved head, ripped out Matthew Fox. <laughs> so oh, like, nice. all right, all right, that, that's pretty cool. I I like that. But here's the thing: this is a movie about a he's a cop or an FBI guy. I can't remember whatever Alex Cross is, and he's after a serial killer who goes around and like tortures women to death and does like really sick, crazy things. He even describes it in the trailer. And you have scenes in the trailer of Tyler Perry going after this guy, sawing off the end of a shotgun and says like, I'm going to kill him and all of this. And so, and, and Matthew Fox just is like, it like got blood on him in some scenes. Okay. Here's where it loses me. PG 13. Oh, PG 13. Yeah, it's from the director wow. of Fast and the Furious and Triple X. It's a PG-13. It is it is a PG-13 serial killer movie. Oh, damn it. What I'm so well, sick of this. Well. Yeah, I'm I'm so sick of this shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then the the other one that I saw, now I'm excited for this. I really don't know where either of you guys are going to stand. I think the Dread trailer looks amazing. I think it I've watched that trailer so oh, many times. I love it. I love that trailer. I watched the I, trailer. I saw I saw a bunch of the that guy with the glasses people posting about how it looks worse than the Stallone version and it's like did you well, see the same trailer I did? Well, they're wrong. <laughs> that that trailer looks fantastic and I saw some people like isn't this just RoboCop 2 meets The Raid? And I'm like yeah, it is. What's wrong with that? <laughs> it's Judge Dredd. Looks like done right for once. Right. I am so I am super excited about that. That like slow motion shot where they're inhaling that smoke and stuff like that and the the music is playing and everything. I am I'm pumped for that movie. I love that trailer. And Leah Headley looks like she can play a badass too. Oh my god, with the scars across her face, the black wife beater. Yeah, as mama. I'm super excited about that movie. Do you see the trailer yet, Brian? Oh, absolutely. A couple times now. Right? Yeah. What do you it, think? It, 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 like, yeah, the first thing that immediately comes to mind is, yeah, The Raid. I mean, it's... it's yeah. It was actually it's, kind of a brilliant move to isolate the two judges into a confined space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a beautiful concept. Uh, and, and that's the thing is, like, I was watching, I'm like, yeah, it seems a lot like I know they already announced they were doing an American remake of The Raid. They can just stop now because this is it. This yeah. is as good as it will ever be close to. And I'm not mad that it looks like The Raid. You know? Of course not. The Raid was yeah. awesome. The I Raid saw it twice. The, yeah, The Raid is amazing. I'm not mad that this movie looks like The Raid. And they're also putting it out with an R, too, so that makes me happy right there. The only thing, so I, the only thing that disappointed me was the whole in 3D thing. That kind of, ugh. It is shot in 3D, though. That's at least um, something, then. Yeah, it is. I did read where it was shot in 3D, so that so so that so I, that that makes me feel okay. All right. <laughs> so the, the, then the other one that that I saw. Now I, I don't know if this is accurate. Just the website that I went to said the Twilight Breaking Dawn Part Two trailer is the the quickest downloaded trailer in the history of like MovieTrailers.com or something. Does that not disturb uh, you guys a little bit? Yeah, but it, okay. Uh, well, of course, of course, like this heavily, heavily, you know, internet crowd that would do something like that would be attached to the Twilight trailer. It doesn't surprise me. 
I'm very deeply disappointed in the movie going public. Yeah, but it's not surprising at this point. Well, yeah, that's true. You have an overwhelming majority of people, you know, 18 and under that have any kind of device that could watch this possible. So, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's at this point, it's a mathematical certainty. I'm guessing the next sappy teen flick will be the new most downloaded trailer. Yeah, I, mean, I think at this going. point, I think at this point, people realize that ratings, box office, um, most downloaded trailer, blah, 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 doesn't mean quality, doesn't mean it's going to be good. I think people uh, I mean, kind of. I think people with a head on their shoulders realize at this point. I mean, I mean, come on. Like, what's the number one TV show? Two and a Half Men, and which is far beyond something like, uh, which is far ahead in ratings over something like you know Mad Men or The Killing. Speaking so, of speaking of Two and a Half Men, I, I saw the first episode of Anger Management, and were that show is awful. I, I don't know how Charlie Sheen got that show. And I, I really think it's going to be canceled in one season. It's that bad. I, sure, well, he'll do fine at first. Well, he, he, he yeah, he, he managed to ride that impressive wave of I'm crazy and marketable. So, but yeah, I, I kind of read a, a write-up about it the other day that basically said it's it's like Two and a Half Men, except with just one man. <laughs> Based off of a movie which was terrible to begin with. Oh, I, it's actually TV show of the movie. I I, I didn't I, I, I didn't know it. I thought it was just coincidentally named. I didn't know that that's, oh, that's actually based off I the heard, Adam Sandler heard, flick. When it was announced, I heard that it was just a TV version of the Adams. Yeah, Dane, you saw it. Is that what it is? It's nothing like the movie. Oh, well, maybe it'll be good. <laughs> that movie sucked. Yeah. It's just like Two and a Half Men. It's not funny. It, does he play a psychiatrist or something in it? He he's a former baseball player turned psychiatrist turned he goes back to anger management. I I I kind of tuned out after like fifteen minutes. Is it a laugh track tracks come? Oh yeah, and like everything he says, the the audience goes crazy as if like he's a comedic genius. Please that surprises me that it's a laugh track sitcom on on FX. Like well, when I because but... when I first heard about it, I figure like okay, it'll probably be shot like something like. It's always sunny. That's on FX. Or... But then, but they tried something like that with uh, Louis C.K.'s Louis show on HBO. It wasn't a laugh track, but it was shot in front of a live audience, and so it had yeah. like an old '80s sitcom feel to it. The show was. And keep in mind, I love Louis C.K. Oh, me too. There was none of his humor was in that show. That show was hard to sit through. It was so unfunny. I don't I know. Like how, his new show. I, I I like his new show too, but the Louis one on HBO was unbearable. I don't know how a oh. comedian as funny as him could have somehow let the producers leech all the funny out of his act. Unfortunately, it happens. Happens. Uh, happens all the time. With it's like, you know, looking at a talented stand-up comedian who has a lot of bad movies to their name. Well, you know, what, that, I, what I noticed about Louis C.K. is that nobody knows him because he's funny. It's more like, oh. Louis C.K., that's the guy that Dan Cook ripped off all the jokes from, right? <laughs> oh, I think Louis C.K. is very highly respected in the stand-up comedy world. Well, did you guys hear? Easy. Did you guys hear about the Louis Black sitcom that never got made and the the total frou-frou around that? No, no. Like two thousand three, two thousand four, Louis Black's agent got a hold of him and said, "You know, CBS wants to make a sitcom out of your stand-up." He's like, "All right." When, when, you know, when, when am I going to New York? They're like, well, you have to audition. He's like, but it's based on me. 
but you have to audition. So he auditioned for himself. His agent calls him a week later. They loved it, but they found someone else they want to play you. If they're so going to get Jim Parsons. So, so he's like, wait a minute. You mean they found a better me than me? Unbeknownst to me, there was a better me. Who was this other actor? He didn't say. He he didn't say oh. who it was. But but he he basically pulled the plug. He said, "If I don't get to play me in my sitcom, I'm not doing. You know, I'm not giving you the rights to my stand up." And the, the the pilot died. But just only in Hollywood can they find a better you than you. Any of you guys remember the George Carlin show from the mid nineties? Yeah, I watch I watched the George Carlin Vaguely. show when it was on. I I used to watch it. It yeah, it, it was funny. But you could tell, and it came out later, like if you watch the biography on George Carlin, he was not happy with what the writers were making him do. You could tell he was frustrated that they wanted his name, but not him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that'll happen when you have when you have a very raw adult comedian, and they try to and they try to make a, a network television sitcom out of it like remember when dice had a sitcom wasn't he religious in that too wasn't it like a christian sitcom or something it was i mean it was on one of the networks it had a i think it was w i think it was early wb i think no no i i don't think I don't upn think was, maybe uh, i don't think it was a major i, I think it was one of the upstarts like fox. i swear it was like fox uh or, or one of those networks but i i can't remember the title it had one of those disposable <laughs> sitcom titles like like oh necessary roughness or you know, whatever, but like and he 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 only he took the dice out of his name and only went by Andrew Clay on the credits. <laughs> I remember that. Well, hey, speaking of necessary roughness, am I the only one that was disappointed that that USA series was not about the Scott Bakula movie? Oh, that is a show now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the Scott Bakula flick. It's one of my favorite football movies. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, wasn't Sinbad in that too? Yeah, it, it was. It was legitimately a funny movie. So when I saw, oh, Necessary Roughness the TV show, I'm like, oh man, they made a TV show of this. Oh, it's got nothing whatsoever to do with it. Bastards. But I love the chick who's in that show, though. I've never seen an episode. Callie of Callie Thorne. I love her. She, she was. She was on Rescue Me. She was awesome on she, that show. Uh, if you liked her on that, she was in the last two or three seasons of Homicide: Life on the Street as well. Sweet. Just uh, just a point of reference that Andrew Dice Clay show is called Bless This House. Oh, there you go. Yeah, see, I remember he has something to do with <laughs> wow. religion. I I think he was like he was uh like a preacher's a son or but it was something about they were Christians because he was he was on Joe Rogan's show a couple of weeks ago t- going over his career and he was talking about how unbearable those scripts were because they made him do all this praying and stuff in the show, and so I just remember there was something religious about that show. Wasn't there a Dan Aykroyd sitcom called Soul Man where he played a preacher? Yeah. Who rode a motorcycle, so you know he was a bad arse. Dude, he was hip. Dan Aykroyd was the only reason to ever watch According to Jim. Whenever Dan Aykroyd showed up, at least he brought a modicum of humor to that that abortion of a show. (laughs) I like Dan Aykroyd. I'm willing to give Dan Aykroyd... Well, I know why it ran longer than it should have, because they wanted it for syndication. Because they basically figured that we will make more money eight years from now in syndication than we'll than we'll lose now by putting this low rated show that nobody watches on the air. So that was literally made just to get enough episodes to syndicate. 
explains Yes Dear getting all those uh, episodes. Because I remember reading that in one of the trade journals when I worked at an ABC affiliate. Mm -hmm. They were talking about that. That was one of those, the public's not supposed to know kind of things. That's the same thing with... Death, that one show. uh, Malcolm in the Middle was the same way. Fox didn't... bet your rules of engagement is. Fox didn't want Malcolm in the Middle for its final season, but they they were so close, they were only like 18 episodes away from syndication numbers, so just renew it for one more season, then we can make more money syndicating it. I think Mama's Family was the same way, too. I couldn't stand Malcolm in the Middle. I, I liked the early ones, because that dysfunctional family, I knew people like that. I did. I don't want to watch them on TV. I liked the early ones. Once they started getting into high school and college, a lot of the humor was leached out, except Brian Cranston as the dad. Uh, he, he is he amazing. Brian Cranston, I will watch in anything. Oh, I, I totally agree. Like, uh, he's the only part of that damn Total Recall trailer that I like. Yeah. Well, sp- speaking of the other trailers, I just saw the newborn one, whatever the the one that doesn't have oh, Matt the Damon. Oh, Legacy. Yeah, the one that's got Hawkeye in it. Now, I like Edward Norton, don't get me wrong. Is, uh-huh. he, not, is he the least imposing villain you've ever seen in a spy thriller before? See, is he supposed to be the bad guy in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's I, like, I'm sorry, but Edward Norton is not imposing at all in this movie, or in this trailer. Well, if you watched him in American History X, he, he was pretty good at playing like a psychotic yeah. kind of character. But I'm, but, but I'm just saying, in this trailer, he's so unimposing, he but seems he's brutally miscast. He's, I, don't, I don't know about that, because he's playing a suit in this movie. So, of course, he's not going to look like he did in American History X. He's playing like... I didn't realize he was the villain, but I've seen the trailer, and he's playing a suit. Well, because he's, he's, he's got some line of dialogue, like, if we don't catch Bourne, uh, I'll burn you and your entire organization to the ground and whatnot. So it seems like he's the big puppet master of the whole massive he's conspiracy. Also playing, he's also playing with, see, what I'm guessing is, like, a CIA guy or something. Like, it seems like he's playing something like that, and you wouldn't expect somebody in that position to be acting like Hans Gruber. Well, and then, no, no, keep in mind, I have not seen, I, I liked The Born Identity, but I've not seen the second or third films. There's a little photo cameo of Matt Damon in the trailer for this new one. Is he in this movie, or have they just basically passed the wand on to Hawkeye? Um, I, if he's in it, I assume it's just a cameo or something like that. There is talks about him joining Renner for if they do a fifth one. I'm really looking forward to the fourth one. I thought the first one was pretty good. The second and third one, I thought they were well made. I thought the action was really good. But I sat there through those two movies like, you know, I really don't give a rat's ass what happens to Jason Bourne. Like, I don't really care about Jason Bourne. I just don't. He's just really, he's kind of a nothing one-dimensional character. He is kind of emotionless. I get that's probably the point, but he's just an uncharismatic hero and i'm sure that's probably the point because i'm sure i'll get a lot of comments that say that but that uh, i don't like that kind of hero i don't like that kind of i don't like that kind of action hero and i'm looking forward to this one because looking at the trailers already i like the character better and also I, i like matt damon but as an action hero i like jeremy renner a lot better well speaking of cameos have you have you guys heard no this is pure rumor I, I saw this on a forum today, and I'm going, oh, God, please let this only be a rumor. Since Bruce Campbell has confirmed he has a cameo in the Evil Dead remake, and okay. he and they will not say who he plays, there's a rumor he will play a dimensional traveling Ash 
in a quick little like one minute cameo in the oh, Evil Dead remake. No. I'm afraid as hell that that might be true. I'm hoping that's just fan speculation. You know what? At this point, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Because if they don't, you bitchers will be like, oh, Ash isn't in it. And if they do, you bitchers will be like, oh, Ash is in it. Well, honestly, I mean, as it, it, terrible as an idea as I think that would be for the actual movie, for the uh, bizarre, incredibly nonsensical continuity that the series has, it would actually make sense because, as I recall in like the uh, the Evil Dead video games, that kind of has, you know, like he actually ends up going other places as well in that. And then uh, in the comic the, books, uh, he fought the, the Marvel zombies. Comics, yeah, he ended up. Uh, he fought the Reanimator too. He fought nice. Herbert West mm-hmm. and so, and Darkman. So yeah, I mean, I, I guess you know, technically, if you consider the insane continuity things already have, it would actually make sense to have that happen. It'd just yeah, be really it's... stupid because most people haven't read the comics or even played the games or anything like that. Like, if anything, they've seen the movie, like you know, just the original movies, and that was it. Well, yeah, that's because I mean, Brian, the games are damn near unplayable. Oh, yeah. I've got I, those I, PlayStation I the games. One, I never bought the second one. I, I, I own them played, both, but uh, was it called Hail to the Evil Dead, Hail to the King? Is that yeah? The, the first, the one for PlayStation. That yeah. was the one I played. And it's I unplayable. It. I mean, even even the people who made the game, I remember reading a review in like EGM or something. They said they have trouble even getting through the game. They made it so ridiculously hard. It well, it's played hard like, and it's really janky. Like it controls yeah. terrible. Wasn't it like a two disc game or something? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. It was it a two disc. Like, it played like playing Resident Evil Two on the N sixty four. Okay, the Rollin' Rocker. Uh, the Rollin' Rocker. The Rollin' Rocker can work for some some games. The, the Rollin' Scope. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Rollin' Rocker can work fine for games if the character is consistently moving because like Paperboy, the, the, like Paperboy. Or yeah, like Paperboy, or God forbid, Back to the Future, something like that, where your character is consistently moving. Because if you're on the Rollin' Rocker, you just have to worry about go- going left or going right. Um, and I can I can see someone probably getting pretty good at that. But if it's something where you you don't do that and you have to find like your center, you have to make your character stop. That's pretty damn hard on the Rollin' Rocker because it's hard as hell to find your center. I'm on just that imagining thing. Brad doing that. Doot. Up, I fell over. I'd like to see Brad. You do the Konami code with the Rollin' Rocker, right? <laughs> well, I remember we, we tried playing uh, Mario Three using that thing, and that yeah. was damn hard. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, I was surprised as hell that the thing even worked. Well, and then have you guys seen the new Looper trailer? No, no, they, no, I haven't. They just released the international trailer to the internet today. I want to see this movie even more. I'm still pissed. Yeah, I'm still pissed at that movie. whole Chinese thing. That still pisses uh, me off that the Chinese right, get now, extra what is that? scenes. I was having trouble putting that together. What what exactly is that? It, it seems like some of the some of the funding came from Chinese backers, so they wanted a scene set in China. Okay. So they they specifically shot what the director called an exposition dump scene in China, and uh-huh. that scene will only be in the Chinese version of the film. So all other countries will not get the exposition dump scene, which could be good, could be bad. They said test audiences had trouble with the pacing of when they saw that scene. But I still, I'm a little irked at the whole, why do they get extra scenes that we don't? 
That happens all the time. But it's still that irritating. All, that happens all the time. And it's yeah, not... We got the, it, the shawarma scene in Avengers. They didn't. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Like, And plus... Uh, you know, I'm not going to get irked about that because, you know, maybe it's for the better. Like if I find out, if I find out that it was that like, it was hey, a good really expedition. Should... Dump, yeah, expedition yeah. If dump. I find out that like, Hey, this is a really good scene. Like we should, we really should have gotten this. Then I'll be mad about it. But until then, you know, it might be a good decision that it's not in there. Well, and then I, I didn't even realize from the first Looper trailer who the villain of Looper is. Jeff Daniels. Oh yeah. 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 I'm like, <laughs> wow. I just, I don't know. I, I just keep... noticed that. Yeah, I'm like Jeff Daniels is the villain in this. That could be both good and bad because he's a really talented actor. But oh, if yeah. he's not given the right part, he can really suck up that role. And we talk about it. there goes the neighborhood was awesome. <laughs> and then speaking of speaking of neighborhood, the uh, the trailer for Neighborhood Watch. Uh... Oh. Uh, excuse me, it's called The Watch now. Oh well, I'm. Terribly sorry. The watch after Trayvon, the Trayvon Martin fiasco. That was so dumb. So dumb. no it's one like, even I put that even... together until they brought it up. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that until they brought it up, and I'm sure everyone else is like that too. But you see, I mean, obviously, you know, I don't like Jonah Hill or Ben Stiller or Vince Vaughn. So right then and there, that that puts that movie out of sorts for me. But then I watched <laughs> the full trailer, and I, I really did go, all right, maybe that that first teaser trailer was terrible. I thought uh-huh. full trailer, you know, we get to see the aliens and stuff. We'll see. I sat stone faced throughout the whole thing, going, I think that was meant to be funny, but it's not. I laughed. <laughs> I, I laughed. I laughed. I laughed at the cow thing. I laughed when they kept putting bullets into the. Uh into the alien. I, I laughed a couple of, I don't know if good, but I but I, I admit that I laughed a couple of times in the trailer. Alright, I, I gotta I gotta ask all, all three of you guys something. I just picked up a black market version of the original Girl with the Dragon tattoo and I've got the American version. Right on. Should I watch the Swedish version first or American version first? Yeah, I like them both. Yeah, I like them both. I like the Swedish one better. Uh, I would say watch the original first, just because it's the original. Yeah, I gotta side with the popular opinion on that one, man. Uh, I mean, that's the way I saw it was the originals first, and then uh, the Fincher remake. But I mean, they're they're both good. They're I've heard they're great. I'm I'm really looking forward to them. I've heard they're both great. They're both. I thought they were both fantastic. And another reason you really might want to watch the. Uh, the original one first is, and I, I really, really dug the hell out of the Fincher version. I did. I thought it was fantastic. But in the first 15 minutes of the movie, I kind of felt like the only reason why I knew what was going on is because I saw the original. Like they kind of speed that along a little quick in the yeah, in the it, remake. It's a little dry in the original, but yeah, I mean they they basically just kind of scaled all that exposition at the beginning out. So you you really yeah yeah you, you really don't know what the hell's going on unless you've already seen it mm-hmm. well and then I, i'm I'm gonna watch the the subtitled version but i've heard that the dubbed version of the swedish one is by the actual actors so is that a relatively decent dub uh well, I, I don't know to me a dub's a dub it really doesn't matter i mean you of course you can have bad dubs but uh in a in a but in in a situation like that, I'd I'd much rather watch it subtitled, given the kind of movie it is. Some movies I prefer watching dubbed if it's like a Chop Saki flick or a Godzilla movie or something like that. But something like Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, I prefer watching with subtitles. I, I I just recently got I can't believe that these movies existed this long and I never saw them. Have you seen Hard Rock Zombies? 
I have I it. That movie. I do have it. I do have a copy of it. Brian? Uh, no, I, I know the title, but no, I haven't seen it. Or Rock and Roll Nightmare? Yeah, I've got that too. Is that the that, one with that one I've seen. Hitler? Right, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, I just found out about these. How the hell did I miss these movies? It's like, you sons of bitches. You snuck one past me. You never heard of those? No, I have a triple feature of those with Slumber Party Massacre 2. <laughs> I've got the <laughs> Slumber I've got the Slumber Party Massacre box set. Sweet. Which is really not a real box set because years after Corman stopped making them, somebody made a Slumber Party Massacre 4. Oh no. So it's like really when it's called the Slumber Party Massacre box set, you kind of go, yeah, well, there's kind of another film out there that I know these are just the three Corman flicks, but I didn't even know there was a fourth one. They, they, I guess they finally finished that unfinished Sleepaway Camp 4 thing. When, when did they start that? I have no idea. Like, I've been like reading a, about that for years, man. Yeah, they did. They started doing that in, what, the early 90s? The early or mid-90s or something like that? And then it just, just never got finished. But apparently it did. Like, I, I saw, like, an article about it. And the DVD is on Amazon. Weird it happens. I've got two unreleased Joe D'Amato flicks from 94 and 95. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what it will be like compared to Return to Sleepaway Camp. Brad's latest uh, snob video reminded me there's a Faces of Death 7 and 8 and there's like so, so many like bootleg versions out there. Hope they're in 3D. I, I, ne- I, never, I never got into the Faces of Death. I, I've only seen the first one. I mean, it's that, stuff like that. Stuff like the Mondo movies so aren't my thing they just aren't but faces of death i had seen like in high school just out of curiosity like i'm sure i watched it about the same time as mondo kane yeah i've got a it's using the same cover style and it says from the producers of faces of death it's called this is war and it's a bunch of real war footage of people mm-hmm. getting killed and i'm like really of all this video series to get a spin-off faces of death uh, it's a popular series. We totally needed that, really? Yes, absolutely. That just, th- that bugged me. The Munsters NBC remake. Pro <laughs> or con? Uh, pro. Wow. Totally pro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to, I remember I, I read something about that the other week, and everything about it made me just, I'm, I'm, I must have blacked out the information because I don't remember a thing about it, but I remember, like, when I was looking over, I was like, no. No, this just gets worse as the paragraph goes down. And Brad, were you being sarcastic, or are you actually looking forward to this on, like, a train wreck kind of level? Oh, like that? Yeah, I am, because it's suppo- isn't it supposed to be a drama? So it's going to be like, remember remember the Bradys? No. You don't? I don't remember um, that one. Oh. When they all got married? You, you disappoint me sometimes. No, 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 no. <laughs> this was, uh, I don't know, like 1990 or early 90s late 80s they brought the brady bunch back but they brought it back as an hour-long drama oh it, it was very eight is enough style right it was yeah it was okay it was i do a, think i i do think i caught one or two of those like one of them was paralyzed and in a wheelchair one was like an alcoholic Jesus. the other was like divorced uh mike brady was like running for the senate or something okay like that. I, yeah i do remember some of that i just forgot that that was the brady's yeah, that was the Brady's. And the, <laughs> but the funniest thing is, is that they still gave it, they still gave it like a laugh track, but it was very, very seldomly used and it was always very awkward. 
I don't know, they'd be sitting there talking about, like, oh my god, I'm paralyzed. Uh, ha, 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 ha. We'll see. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get crucified in the comments for what I'm about to say. Now, keep in mind, I love the original Munsters. Mm-hmm. I actually liked the Munsters today. You see, I never saw that. 1987 first run syndicated series? Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm, no. It was like four, I don't know. We're the Munsters. Huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and see, like that one, they actually, I, I thought it was kind of clever how they got them into 1987 while keeping the original continuity. It was the yeah. it was supposed to be the original monsters, obviously all different actors. Grandpa made some kind of experiment and cryogenically froze them all, and they woke up in 1987 still thinking it was the 60s. Oh, uh, and I thought, okay, that, that's kind of interesting. Mm. But that's kind of an interesting way to do it instead of just a reboot actually make it yeah. a sequel series rather than sure, a reboot sure. whereas this new one's just a reboot i'm okay i don't i don't think people will get mad at you in the comments again what are they going to call you jerry sandusky again <laughs> hey i laughed at that i even complimented the guy on that being a good joke i, I, I wasn't sure if that was actually you or yes not. that was actually me <laughs> that was actually me i thought that was funny <laughs> like the the one i'm afraid of is if this takes off, I really hope ABC doesn't get it in their head to reboot The Addams Family again. Because do you guys remember that horrible ABC Family 90s? Yes. That, oh, was, that was that was an atrocity. Yes. That was horrible. And I'm a, I'm a much more of an Addams Family guy than a Munsters guy. The Addams yes, Family, the original series, I loved that. And I just, John Austin, John Aston was just amazing in that. How is that Dallas reboot doing? I I I didn't even give it a shot. In all honesty, well, I saw no, I saw a preview. I. I saw a preview, and I went, "Yeah, I'm not watching this." Yeah, I watched I mean, a I couple didn't... of episodes of it. Hated it. Uh, I was a more of a Dynasty man myself. I would have pegged you as a Falcon Crester. Uh, you know, I here and there if I get drunk. But uh, <laughs> I do have I do have a big box VHS of a movie that has. Let me grab it real quick. It's got it's starring Joan Collins, and this movie clearly did not used to be called this. Uh, I'm guessing it was made before she was even on Dynasty. But this, but this right here, it's it's retitled Dynasty of Fear. It's her on the cover, and there's like this big house in the background. And when she's good, she's very good. But when she's bad, she's murder. Somewhere on the back of this box, I saw it the other day. They okay, it's right here. Uh. Joan Collins is cast as Molly Carmichael, the beautiful, bitchy wife of Michael Carmichael. <laughs> Straight up calls her a bitch on the back of the box. Oh, the other day I got my big box of the Toxic Avenger in the mail. Dude, it's it's new. It's they put they just put it out. It's on, on limited edition. Ooh. They put out a limited edition big box VHS of Toxic Avenger. It's got the big box. It looks re- it looks really really good. And you open it up. Like the plastic case, like the clamshell case that's usually in them, and it's right. still got a cover on it. And you open it up, and the tape is green. I okay. I'm gonna have to go to Troma.com and pick that up. I actually saw Lloyd Kaufman in the city a couple of weeks ago when I was looking around the store called Oddities. Like he, these people came out of the back room, and I hear, "Okay, Mr. Kaufman, you know, if you need anything, if you need any more props, just let us know." And he I... walked right past me, and I was just like, "Lloyd Kaufman." Well, for the big box, uh, you, you can pay an extra $3 to have it autographed before it's sent to you. 
I nice. didn't. I, I see Lloyd Kaufman at all the conventions we go to, so I'd rather have it autographed in person. We are out of time. Brad Jones can be found at thecinemasnob.com. Brian Lewis can be found at the same site because he's never original with these things. Hey. Hey, what? every week I ask you where you can be found, and you say at Brad's site. Come up with something different. Okay, you can find me at my website, thecinemasnob.com. Thank nice. you. At, le- at least you, you know, had the domain brought over to your name. Exactly. <laughs> and Dane Forgoni, where can we, where you be found? You don't really have a website, do you? No, not since I stepped down from the Mental Cast, but I'll plug them anyway. The men- www.mentalcast.tk. And then you can find me at 1201beyond.com and reach the show at 1201beyond at gmail.com. So I'm going to say good night. Brian, say good night. Good night. Brad, say good night. Say good night, not gay wise. <laughs> well, he now can't. that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Dane, say good night. What are you all still doing, up? Go to bed. Show's over. Thank you, Daffy Duck from the end of Gremlins 2. <laughs> Ever wonder what it's like to die, to cease to exist? Well, tonight, my love, something special's in the midst. The dead will dance when the lights are low, chanting ashes to ashes on this eve that is trashes.
I am not your enemy and surely not your friend. But share with me your morbid love. We are the living dead. Tonight we'll make love till we die.